This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get on up, get up, get on up, stay on the scene, get on up, I like a sex machine. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Good morning. And good morning to you folks in Winder. Wait, Winder? Beautiful Winder. Beautiful Winder. I don't know nothing about Winder, but I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Wind up barrel the uh, the Bulldogs are spelled them with two G's. Oh, really? Yeah, the dog D O double G. D O double G. You just got to call me Snoop. <laughs> you can just call me Snoop. <laughs> you like that commercial too? Ah, right? Andy Sandler. He he snuck up funny on me. Yeah, man. Yeah, he man. snuck up funny. I mean, last time he made me thing um, made me laugh was that thing he used to do with Justin Timberlake when he was on Saturday Night Live. I'm gonna let y'all go Google it, but you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Something man. in the box. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. junk in the box. Uh, listen uh, to the audience. That, to... that, that, that wasn't Mike Conti that we heard. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Well, that's what I was gonna say. He. We normally hear him with the radio call, but he had to do his makeup and, and get his hair straight, right? Because <laughs> he was on TV. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was on Valley Sports last night, and Jason Longshore uh, was driving was driving the tugboat, and that, that, that was Conte. Oh, that was Conte on Valley. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. That's I okay. We're going to get that. Boy, there's a rare moment. Y'all remember where you were when Sam got it wrong? Because he ain't never get it wrong. No, Mark that man. down. No, no. I get it wrong now. <laughs> but I but had a Juanjo Parata uh, a hat trick in a week when Atlanta United really needed it. And I mean, a week when Joseph Martinez gets suspended, you know, for a week. I yeah. mean, it's been a tumultuous week for the team off the pitch and to be able to play and get a 4-2 win, keeping the playoff hopes alive. 
yeah. uh, with the win at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Let's hope they rub some of that off in the bins and they left a little bit of that good uh, positive vibe. And the Falcons can go in and get a win today because you, they're going to be there later on today. And you're going to hear it all here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. That was very nice. Yeah. That that was very nice. Let me just tell you something about my partner, Mr. Crenshaw, here. And this is – I say this for both of us, but I, I was thinking about this before we cracked the mics, man, and I was thinking of you. Because as we get ready to do this show, and Eric Slaughter will join us at some point throughout the show, maybe a few times, this is like when you were doing TV every day, when this that was your job. And y'all had a night – you were doing a night broadcast, and the game went long. And everybody in that TV studio or station prepared for a 30-minute – local broadcast and because the game went in extra minutes the news director says all right we only got 15 minutes we we only got 10 minutes you know then we got to go to you know tom snyder or something i don't know but it's when you have a longer show and then circumstances happen or you have to bring everything in very much which is it's called condense condense that's right well that's what we're doing today ladies and gentlemen so we we um and we knew this was going to happen. We mentioned this was going to happen now that we're in football season. But, man, this entry into fall this past week has been one to remember, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> and and we're going to do our best to try to recap the last 48 hours of sports. But just Because it was a short week to begin with. It really was, man. Right? We, everybody was chilling on Labor Day. and Except and, us. Well, that's true. <laughs> Except, yeah, we got you started. Yeah, we, we got did. you started, but there are just so many things that have happened, and 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 we're going to talk about one of those rare moments in sports when a loss is actually a win, and it happened at the U.S. Open. So we're going to cover that. Uh, history was made, well, somewhat history made, but I'm so happy it happened. Uh, Albert Pujols. Got you, not. You, you've been talking about. Oh that. You've been man, that. you've been counting down to this, right? I think everybody wants him to just get past. We don't care if you get to seven hundred; just get to six ninety-seven. You know, then that means that you got then you know a rod is in your rearview mirror. If you get to six ninety-seven, everybody will sleep right. Is it? Like I said, I mentioned. I mentioned this, Sam. Everybody like, will sleep right. Everybody will sleep well because a rod will not be number four. Well, baseball fans. Uh, it's like how I felt when Greg Maddox got win 351 he now had roger clemens in his rearview mirror both of them dudes got somebody who's been accused of wink 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 behind them and they there was never any speck of conversation about them being dirty so that's kind of how i feel about about big albert and i'm doing it from the rival of my hometown team too i don't want no success for no st louis cardinals but, <laughs> but yet albert is one of those guys who's dodged it his entire career um did it under the radar? I, I guess you could say, you know, Griffey-like. I'm not talking comparing the two players, but, you know, if you want to. Albert wasn't known for what he did out in the field, but still, you know, he didn't disappoint at the bat and never won bit of controversy. So congratul- no. congratulations to him. Anyway, we're just getting started. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and we will pace ourselves probably later on this hour getting into the news of this past week with the Queen. And Sam, you got a story you didn't tell me. I have a story. No, no, no. I mean, I have a story that I haven't told you uh, that surrounds the one mystery that you have had and has been a part of our show since we've been doing this. Yeah. And that is, now that she's gone, rest in peace, what was in her purse? (laughs) (laughs) And and, 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 and I want to preface this by saying we're not being disrespectful. No, not at all. Because in watching, I discovered something that she had a sense of humor about it. 
And Big I'll time. talk about that. You know, I, and, and so when I saw that, I said, okay, we've been poking fun at it. But she poked fun at it. She did, you know, she had a good sense of humor about it. Uh, so we'll we'll get into that later on in the show. I know there was some 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 news out of NASCAR this week yeah. that we would normally spend a little bit more time on. I know that you wanted to make sure we got that I in there. Cal Bush on the move to Richard Childress Racing. That's putting down the Toyotas and going to drive a Chevy. Um, so American. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Right. Yeah. And people were wondering why it was taking so long, and maybe now it will come out. Why it was taking so long to get a deal done with Joe Gibbs? What was it about that situation that just made this all go away? Because we've been waiting and waiting and waiting, kind of reassuring that he would get a deal with Gibbs. He's going over to Childers. And it yeah. kind of makes sense because now a Childers driver is coming over. Effect, you know, not totally to Gibbs, but to a Gibbs-supported machine. Right. Because we're talking about the guy that's leaving Childers to come over to Michael Jordan race. And that's in another season. Yeah. So that, that, that's, that's, that's the other part of that. So, again, I, I have so many notes. I'm sure there was a lot of things that you wanted to get to. I want to mention that, too. Also, listen, at some point, Mr. Crenshaw, you got to give them – you got to feed the audience. You know where that comes from? Okay. Feed, you know, feed the audience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's an old-time show business phrase. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson used to uh, – in fact, he, he, uh, he acknowledged it with a key that he gave to Janet. If you remember, Janet used to have an earring that was like a key. And she got it from Michael, and that was like open a cage and feed the animals. That was how he put it. But basically, our you know their audience. <coughs> Excuse me. And she used to wear that thing forever. Um, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game dot com. And of course, as we sit here on this Sunday morning, September eleventh, we have memories of where we were twenty one years ago. At some point throughout the show, we'll mention that too. Where where were you? Um, but this is, as Mister Crenshaw says, a game day Sunday. And so you got to give it to folks. The NFL season has started. Week one has started. We've already seen one game. Do we do we get all worked up into a lather about what we saw from the Buffalo Bills and or what we didn't see from the Rams? Did you get a chance to check that yeah, out? Yeah, I checked out a bit of that game, and you know the Bills came out and made, and made a statement. I mean, but they've been the Bills have been building. They've been building, and they they're, they're going to be a factor this year. They they are. And um, the Rams, I mean, they're a target. They're not going to surprise anybody. So um, and that and that was also. Uh, shown on Thursday night. I mean, not saying the Rams are going to be bad. The Rams are going to be a good team. And unfortunately, we're the next team to play, to face them after we get through with the Saints today. We're next on the menu for those guys next weekend. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the Rams are going to be a good team. The good news is they ain't got Odell Beckham back yet. Yeah. And he's going to get some weapons, and they're going to be fine. Now, whether they get back to that same level, I don't know. Yeah, the Bills brought that attitude and that chip on the shoulder from last season for a couple different reasons. A, they thought that's the building they should have been playing their last game in last right. year. So Yeah, they do. And by the way, how do you feel about that? There were rule changes about this and that with the playoff system, and you know, he, Josh Allen never got a chance to touch the ball, right, because he they let – Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City run down the field and kick the field goal within 13 seconds. Well, is that worthy of a rule change, or is that just more on the defense of, of, of Buffalo? Yeah, no. Y'all let them score. You know, it, it, you re- you got the go-ahead touchdown. Yes, it was exciting. Love to see. I could go watch that game again. Yep. But I don't know because their defenses couldn't hold the other teams. It's worthy of a rule change, but it is what it is. But um, they have – that chip on their shoulder going into this. I can't remember what the Buffalo Bills under Jim Kelly and them boys were like before they started that four-year run, but maybe it looked like this. 
Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was building. It built to that point, and when they got there, they just, you know, they were consistently there. And the, will this Bills team be that? You know, will the AFC, the way it's set up, allow them to be that? You know, you still got you a strong team in Kansas City. Well, that, that whole division we're still talking about. You know, we're going to see the Colts this year going to be a factor with Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, hey, how about that, folks? Um, so we'll see. And then, of course, how long are you going to keep the Patriots below the top of that division? You know, you know they're going to circle around and come back up to. So maybe not, man. Maybe we listen. You you just don't you. Where was the magic? We're seeing where the magic appeared south of the border, well, on the border, south of the Mason-Dixon line, and and yeah, they might have. I, I just think when you have magic, it is very hard to recapture it. They though they went to. Um, uh, not back-to-back, -back, but they went to Super Bowl shortly after he retired. The Joe Montana 49ers had magic. The Steve Young 49ers, they just got the job done under George Seifert. Yeah. It's hard to recapture magic, man, and, and, and something that's special. Jerry Jones has been trying to do it for how many years? Yeah. <laughs> 30 years, man. You ain't, I mean, as long as you ain't got Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy is your coach, and them boys are players like that. Just, you know, be happy with what you got, but don't try to recapture that magic because it, it just ain't going to happen. We're going to talk NFL, obviously, uh, later on the show on this game day game day Sunday. Where else? I know I'm forgetting something, Sam. Something that we were going to talk about off the no, top. We ain't talked about the Braves. Oh, well, we're going to get to that, man. but yeah, man. Still, see, it's still, it's still a half game. Still a I half know. Game. They got the loss last game. night up in Seattle. They lost last night, but they, you know, they, they, they get to come back, and it's still a half game back of the Mets. They're, they're right there. But what did I tell you? What, what, I've been, I was hesitant to really be that confident, but I was saying throughout this summer, what I say about the Mets? Yeah. They're going to come back. I mean, we dispense of the Phillies. When we were all worried about it, they had the Phillies there and the Mets and the Phillies, I figured, hey, it was no problem. And I don't mean to pump my chest out here, but I just figured something was going to happen <laughs> with the Mets, right? And I've come, it, it has come to fruition. And now with Scherzer, who's going to rest for a couple starts, he's got that, you know, it was an oblique or whatever that, that, that issue he had or on the side there. So he's not going to be full-blown Max Scherzer. Head into the end of this month, into October. You got to like that. So this is going to be fun to watch as these Braves um, finish out this month and what they happen. And all I see is the Braves getting stronger. I see young talent stepping up and, and making a difference. I see acquisitions making. Hey, it's Robbie Grossman. That's my boy. So, or, or, or for that. you Fargo fans, yeah, it's old Stan Grossman. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man, the Braves, they, they seem to be hitting all cylinders heading in, which is what you want, which is just what you want, right? Heading into the end of September and October in the playoff time. Yeah. So, I want to see another good start from Jake Odorizzi today. Odorizzi is the starter. And, you know, last three starts, he's been solid. You know, I yeah. mean, he got up to a little bit of a, a shaky start this first couple of, first couple of games here. He's settled in, and he's been a contributor the right way for this baseball team. Let's see if he goes out and gives a good effort and uh, they can get this win in this last game with the Mariners today. There you go. All right, well, Sam and I, we're just getting started on this uh, Sunday morning. Again, a shortened show. We apologize for that, but we're going to get you set for a full day of sports action. Up next, we're going to talk about yesterday, college football. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sam and Greg and our condensed show for you on this Sunday morning. So glad that you're with us uh, on this college football weekend where the Sun Belt Conference 
They're the story of the weekend, folks. And in the background, you're hearing the fight song of Georgia Southern. I know some of the folks over at Georgia State don't like to hear that. Uh, but Georgia Southern <laughs> goes out to Lincoln, Nebraska, and they come back with a 45-42 win over the Nebraska football team that, to me, continues to search for its identity since joining the Big Ten. Who the heck is Nebraska? Yep. Uh, Georgia Southern goes out and gets a win. And it's a big day for the Sun Belt because not only did they get a big win, also Marshall takes down Notre Dame, uh, Appalachian State takes down Texas A&M, and Georgia State came so close to taking down the Tar Heels. But you know what happened? You know one of the things that the North Carolina got to do? They came to play the game at Georgia State, right? They, 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 brought, they brought ACC referees. So that, that's part Is that of illegal? Deal. No, but, I mean, that's part of the deal. We're going to come to your place, but we're going to bring our folk. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that happened. But, was but, it noticeable? Uh, it, on, on a number of calls it was. But, okay. but I mean, that's just like last week down in, down in Columbia. You had an SEC crew. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was noticeable. But, 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 you know, still, State played well. 35-28, they lose that one. Uh, but, they're, you know, they're going to be a great team. They're going to be a great team this year, even though starting up 0-2 against two teams from Power Fives that were going to go to bowl games. But just thought I would start out our college football segment yeah, man. with yeah. that. And I want to ask you, you know, because everybody made a big deal about Texas A&M and all the yeah. money that's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. flying through the sky, yep, right? Yep, yep, with, yep. These, with, with, with these big money dudes supposed to be buying a national championship. Like yep. I said, the NIL thing is going to take care of itself. Them dudes got to feel like you know what right now, having gone out there and lost to App State, and App State will probably get some nice new shiny gold fixtures to go in their bathrooms up there in the moon like they did last time off Michigan, of that win over Michigan. Uh, but, but how would they feel today? Investing all this money and, and and seeing App State come in there and 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 soundly beat them seventeen fourteen yesterday. I'm I'm trying to think of the best analogy for that program and, and and they're just like disruptors and they don't do it every week but they 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 dip in and they dip out and they win games against opponents that the majority of college football fans and I'm sure betters feel feel like they're not supposed to do. They're not supposed to win these games, but it seems like every season you can put one of the upsets of the season. Uh, when you put that list together, one of them will have Appalachian State. Yeah, it just seems like that. Like they're just they they they're like the fly in the ointment there that that comes in and and that's their program. But yeah, I thought about Jimbo popping off all you know preseason, getting in, getting into uh, the season, and just listening to him. And on now, top of that, also in the state of Texas. We yeah. had Nick Saban yeah. yep. with, his, yep. with his back to the wall yesterday, right? Now, let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. What does that do when the rankings uh, come out yet or last night or whatever? Um, we're going to talk about a good loss in a little bit, that, not from college football, but do they do they possibly flip spots with Kirby and them boys as far as the rankings? I mean, I mean I'm sure a lot of people are watching this. See, now, beating Sanford, is not the same as them playing the playing against this Texas. So Rankings should be that. out today around eleven thirty a.m. Eleven thirty. I'm just saying, you know that the people, the armchair quarterbacks and people who oh, do what we do, will will try to come up with an argument as to why. But you know, Alabama ain't supposed to have that kind of struggle, right? We can agree on that. But you know what though, Texas is showing folks. You know what? Wait till we get in the conference. If y'all think you know what I mean, wait till we get. Wait till we get Arch Manning out there, quarterback. Right, and they ought to have a head of steam by the time they come in the conference. We still wonder which division they're going to put them in, or if they're going to do away with the divisions altogether. Like I was going to say, yeah, you know, coming into this league, but that's like a, you know, that's like a shot over the bow. 
Well, what, regardless of what's going to happen, this is what happened to the number one team in the country. The team that came out of the shoot and everybody said they got a chip on their shoulder, like a, like a few others, and they're just going to run the table this year and meet Ohio State and everybody else is supposed to just take a back seat to that. Well, Texas reminded them, you know, every, any was it any given Saturday, something like this could happen. I'm just saying, Texas isn't what you say they will maybe revisit and become again. But right now, Alabama's supposed to shoot everybody out and make them look bad. They're not going to have to. They're not supposed to have to rest on the shoulders of last year's Heisman Trophy winner to get a win against an unranked team. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. But it's Texas, and once again, those folks got deep pockets. They've been in the transfer portal too, and I think that's the other thing we're looking at here, Greg. You know, we're talking about the transfer portal, and we're talking about these guys who get that COVID year. We talk mm-hmm. about these, especially in the Sun Belt. Uh, to me, the Sun Belt Conference teams have really done well with that. You got guys on those teams who are fourth, fifth, and some sixth-year players. This is the equivalent to March Madness. Right, when yeah. You, when you see a team that has really good players who've been together for three, four years, mm-hmm. going up against a team full of one-and-dones, and, yep. and, and they knock them out of the tournament, that is what we're seeing here. But it's because of this COVID year and the transfer portal that's making a difference right now and why you're getting games like this, like Marshall going to Notre Dame. That's what I was going that was that was the that was my favorite game of the day. Because, you know, this is they were the they were the 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 outlier. No, I didn't just say the outlier, actually they were the X Factor as far as the conversation um during the summer as far as what were gonna happen with these super conferences and the realignment and who's gonna join this conference and is Notre Dame going to join one? Probably not, but they're going to get a whole lot of money from such and such. Well, I don't know if if the shine is – and you hate it for Marvin Freeman too. This dude is 0-3 as the coach. Yeah, yeah. 0-3, going back to last year's bowl game. So, I, I, I mean, I just don't know. But I was, I was happy to see Marshall doing what they did. You know, you hate it for the, the new coach at Notre Dame, but that was a good one. 26-21 over in Notre Dame, too. Yes, absolutely. When, when you absolutely. do it in Notre Dame, yeah. that's special. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. It is. It is. It Sam is. and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Any other games uh, from yesterday stand I mean, out we'll, to you? We'll talk about Georgia. Georgia getting the win. I mean, people figured they would get a win and, and, uh, and, yeah. and against Sanford. But we talked last week about the importance of, of this kind of game. Remember I said, yeah, you got some guys who need to play. Right. You want some guys to get some minutes out there. You know, they got one foot in the transfer portal. So that that's why to me a game like that is a good thing and and is needed uh for uh, for Georgia. And they got the win 33 nothing over Sanford and a good day 300 yards passing for Stetson Bennett. Uh you know, so you you got, you know, those things that that you liked in the game. Uh first home game. Everybody got to go out and man, student center was packed. I hope them kids made it. Home. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not going. I'm not going to exact mention what happened, but I got one of those situations. Kind of extended family members, not really my family, but uh, Kyla McKenna's uh, their stepbrother, if you will. Um, he is now a freshman at Georgia, and McKenna's got called. She's been called a couple times. From her little brother, can can you come get me at school? Because he he just don't know how to handle partying just yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, it so there was a minute to figure it out. <laughs> and he, you know, he was his kid's an only child. He yeah. didn't get a chance to go out and spread his wings. Like like we used to go out at the house at, at eight in the morning, come back eight or dinner time. Right. Right. He went that. That's not how he was brought up. Nice family, you know. He was brought up well. Obviously, got in the University of Georgia, but he not street smart. 
he's not he's not party smart. Yeah. And it's been kind of funny. So I thought it, about it, him it, for it, it takes you a semester to figure that out. <laughs> but for me it took me a quarter and some not so good grades coming to the house. Uh oh. Yeah. That that I got I I had an appeal that was made to me. And and, and they, didn't appeal? Have, they didn't have they didn't have they didn't have to say anything else, man. I said, okay, understood. Yeah, you know, but uh, there's nothing like it's nothing like getting that appeal from the folks uh, after some not so good grades show up at the house and they paying and they paying the money for it, right? I never heard it put that way. Yeah, I've heard yeah. it put. I've had, I, you know, I got one of those. Okay, you remember last year when you was driving that bus? That that suit is in the closet over there. So if you don't <laughs> <laughs> you come back. I believe you can still fit into it. There you so go. you better get it together, otherwise you come. I just left Chicago. That's yeah, what I did. Please, <laughs> uh, Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com again. I got, a, I got a little something from Coach here from Coach Kirby Smart. Let's hear. Uh, it. Let, let, let's let's hear Coach talk about the win yesterday. We got to play better. We didn't play our best game. And uh, we know that, and our kids acknowledge that, and we start the SEC gauntlet next week. See, he getting them. He's he not letting them rest on anything. No, nope. And, and the gauntlet is South Carolina, and that, I don't know if we call it South Carolina the gauntlet, but but they didn't score in the second half. They yeah. put it all together in the first, and that's actually when I got them. I got the last few seconds of the first half. Oh, 30 to nothing. Okay, this looks good. Yeah. And I, you know, figured it's going to be in the 60s. Nope, we did like we, we said you're going to do. You're going to get some other folk out there and let them play. You know what I mean? And that's that's uh, that's, that's what you do on a day like that. Everybody got some game film. Everybody, you know what I mean? When you talk about it, everybody knows you're talking to them because they got in the game. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's what you get out of this game yesterday. I wanted to ask you, uh, because the other game is, I don't know what, how I should think about this loss, but Florida getting beat at home. Yeah. And everybody Kentucky. Was, everybody was celebrating the return of Florida last week after that win. You know, oh, mm-hmm. Florida's back. Well, you know, people people keep forgetting sleeping on Kentucky. Kentucky is the solid number two team in the East, the Southeastern Conference. They are. They've made it there now. They're not in the, in the, in the atmosphere with, with Georgia. And, and and with Alabama and those teams at the top shelf, but they are solidly what they are. They've done what teams outside of that top two have to do in the conference. They hired a good coach. They've supported him. They stuck with him. They didn't look for all of a sudden instant success or uh, in three years. They've given him time. Players know that he's going to be there. They go to Kentucky and they stay. And that's why you have Kentucky as your solid number two in the East. The rest of the conference refuses to figure that out. They they really do. In and out coaches, revolving door, forgetting the fact that every time your coach leaves, half of your team is going to hit the transfer portal. They don't have to stay anymore, dudes. Yep. They don't have to stay anymore. And, and they're learning that the hard way. And some of these teams, as you said, the the the, the salad bowl and, and, and mixture that's now college football, you got to keep up on what's going on. We were the the, the uh, morning you weren't with us, and we had Jed, John Bednarowski on, and we were talking about putting together these programs and how do you do that now with the transfer portal? And it's like it's just you know we we're interesting times we just don't know we have to speculate and we have to go out there but we don't know what certain teams are going to look like we don't know that Tennessee isn't back they get it done against Pittsburgh up in Pittsburgh we don't know what's going on in Wisconsin they lose at home to a Washington State an unranked Washington State those team those crazy coups <laughs> you know crazy, what I mean? them crazy coups every now and then they just show up and do something that you don't expect That's ap- they're like Appalachian State you know <laughs> <laughs> they travel across the country went up there got some bratwurst and enjoyed them time in Madison Wisconsin yep and I'm sure they enjoyed some frosty beverage on the way out of town because because Washington uh, Wazoo is known for being a big time party school yeah it they is I've been up there yeah they had an excuse to party after last night let's talk about our guys over on North Avenue 
Yeah. Uh, you know, got the win. They beat Western Carolina uh, 35-17. Uh, so a good first win of the season for Georgia Tech. Let's hear some from Coach Collins uh, and his thoughts about Tech getting that win. Uh, the first two drives, uh, let them go down the field and score on us, get up four, uh, score 14 points in the first two drives, but then three points the rest of the game. And then there were a couple of drives that we left points on the board. So obviously that's going to be a big point of emphasis uh, going forward. Gotta Good for them. Congratulations. That defense has to show up, though, next week. Boy, and they got Ole Miss uh, is coming up next. Uh, for them, their schedule gets really tough. Tech's, you know, they got Ole Miss, they got Central Florida, and the Pitt team you mentioned that played uh, against against uh, Tennessee last night. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. As we mentioned earlier, this is a condensed version of our show. And by the way, at some point, probably next week we'll get into it, the, the, just the changing nature of, again, the um, the shows that we do. Sam and Greg, normally on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Mr. Crenshaw now, of course, Friday nights. We're in the award-winning high school football scoreboard show. Um, and so we have sort of changed what we do on award Saturday morning. Yeah, it is award-winning. Just let that go there. I'm trying to pump up the show. Appointment, appointment listening. People think it's award-winning. Okay. So let me go with this. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he's got that going on. But there's there's a there's a transition going on. We appreciate you guys uh, traveling through it with us as we go through it. But things will settle down here in the upcoming weeks as we get full board into football season. On this condensed show, we're going to talk uh, more local stuff, high school and college games. U.S. Open. Still got some Braves talk coming up. And, of course, we have today's matchups in the NFL. Week one continues. Going to talk a little bit more about that Rams and um, Buffalo Bills game and what we're looking at when we look at that Bills team. But, anyway, coming up, we are going to talk about just events from this past week. Where were you on this day? There's some new people in the NBA Hall of Fame. A lot of stuff we're going to try and get in here. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, September 11th. Doing a condensed show. We appreciate you guys uh, making us a part of your Sunday morning. Mr. Crenshaw, where, let's just jump right into this. Where were you this uh, Thursday when you got the news was about the passing of our, uh, uh, our yeah. of uh, <laughs> the Queen? Uh, well, you know what? We, we do feel that way about her because we've never known a day without her. I was thinking about You've this. How many people? Without her, you know how what I many? Mean? How many people do you know that were around before she was queen? Wow! Or b- b- before, yeah, that remember her, remember life before she was queen. I mean, there there are a few. There, there, there. I won't say there are a few. There are many who. who okay, well, for okay. that age, older but than I mean, her, but I guess. older than her. That that's the thing. It's finding people who are older than she is. I, um, I know of one down in Sarasota right now, yeah, passing gas do. into a. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you sofa. Do. I'll leave him alone. Leave him. Yeah, alone. no, no, no. He he's, just, earned, he's earned the right to do whatever he wanted. And that's exactly what he's doing. Yeah, all right now. Paying um, but, for but but uh, just the thing that you know you you heard about that time and you started reading things in the morning wherever they were calling every all the family members you know to to uh, to her residence and uh, you know things about her health 
and uh, under doctor's supervision and, and gravely concerned, I'm like, okay, well, this is something. But remember yeah. that, I think the last event, I mean, her jubilee or whatever, they remember, remember she didn't ride through the city on the carry. They had a, a hologram that waved to the people. Mm-hmm. She wasn't actually there. Um, but uh, what, what, what a life. And, um, you know, that's the thing. And now people are reflecting on things that she did, places that she, you know, uh, different occasions uh, where she came to the States. I, you know, and, and we're, we're a sports show. Right. And the two most popular sports, when you think of, of that, of UK, I guess you figure golf is a big sport. Soccer, obviously. Tennis, I don't know that she ever went to see any of them. Well, you know, she she probably couldn't, well, to be honest well, with yeah, you. she could. I mean, I mean, I mean but she, it, she, it, she rarely went to Wimbledon. She wasn't a big tennis her thing was was anything with horses. Yeah, equestrian, polo, equestrian, right. polo, and thoroughbreds. But she, to make she, all them know. folks, but make all them folks go. Now, see, I don't know that this is the case. To be honest with you, I should know, but I don't know. Do you have to run everybody through a metal detector when the queen shows up like you do a president? Well, I don't know that the metal detectors have only been in recent years, though, Greg. She's uh, been, she been queen a long time. I know, but let's talk about since <laughs> they've had them. You know, All right, since they, there's know. a reason they have them. My well, point well, of yeah. asking is if she's going to say since, because we used to watch her, or folks that remember old enough to remember Lady Diana, and when she was married to Prince Charles, they were there. She had a little thing we all thought or assumed for she liked Jimmy Connors, and there was a couple other folks that she liked coming up and like watching. Well, yeah. Um, but and the younger members of the royal family do exactly. go to Wimbledon. They, they they do go to Wimbledon. They get, there's a royal box for them for crying out loud. But she's right? but she's the queen. Going, there's a difference okay. between being a prince and a princess, than you know. Well, I think than the queen. I think she would be very secured if she had gone to Wimbledon. That's all I'm that, saying. She, she just wasn't. She just wasn't. You know, that wasn't her thing. She like I said, she likes stuff with the horses. She really did thoroughbreds, and I'm sure she sent a little money down to that window. For the third race, they put the money. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what was no, in the purse. No, see, you they can't say that. They look at money in the horse. No, but see, in, in she the, can't send no money down because then they'll fix they'll fix the event. So no, she wins. No, they wouldn't. She yeah, they would. Be, you know what? When you got, does it make any difference if you win? That's the other thing. Why you put? She don't need no money. That's why I'm saying. But just for the just because she can, just for the fun of it, can she go have some fun? She has She's fun. The queen. We found that out though. Yeah. She she would listen. I got one vision of the Queen, which for me is the all time, and and it happened at the London Olympics because yeah. you know how I feel about yeah. <clears throat> James Bond, right? And she jumped out that thing, that plane with da- well, at least the simulation. They made yeah, it look right, like she's jumping right. out with um with Daniel Craig. But I'm gonna she, tell you she what, she was good natured and played along with that, and and it, it to me that made the opening ceremony for that Olympics. Absolutely, yeah. And 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 the patience that you have to have when you're putting. Again, think about this. You got you have this event coming to 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 London. Somebody approaches her and says, "You know, we're going to have you jump out of a plane with, with James Bond, and that's how we're going to open the ceremonies." Then the rehearsals for it. So this wasn't just the idea, and then you know you just sit over there, and then we'll come get you and do. No, she had to go through some rehearsals to get that done. They had to coordinate that because, as you remember, when when the the bit was done where she and Daniel Craig landed, then she obviously appeared right then at the stadium. So it was it was a coordinated event, and so I just thought the whole thing was kind of cool myself. But I, I thought of you, and as I listened to you throughout this show, Sam, I think you and I listened and watched the same thing. 
Yeah. It has to do with what's inside her purse. Does it have to, does it have to do with Paddington Bear? Yeah, it does. All right, you yeah, tell the story. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I mean, how long ago was it that she did the thing with Paddington Bear? I don't, I don't know. I didn't really see the year. Yeah, you know. but I mean, they showed some clips of different things that, that, that she did. And she pulled up her purse and she opened up and reached inside and pulled a sandwich. Well, no, no, no. You got you to gotta, you gotta set it up because they were going to go. So she was with Paddington Bear. Right. It's like when the presidents talk to the Muppets, right, or Kermit the Frog. So she's having this conversation with Paddington Bear, and they got to talking about, you know, doing these uh, something where, you know, you'd normally stop and have something to eat. And because they were in the middle of this, Paddington Bear said to her, well, I always keep myself a marmalade sandwich in my, my duffel bag. And, and then the queen went, so do I. And she reached in that purse and pulled out two pieces of bread. I didn't know it was a marmalade sandwich. But anyway, that's, that's what that was from. I immediately thought of you. I, mean, I hope Sam is watching this. He finally gets to see what's been in that purse. What's in the purse, man? We wonder where we're in there. Little treats for the corgis or whatever. You know, I didn't know what was in there, but um, you know, little peppermints for the grandchildren. But uh, she pulled the sandwich out. That was that was pretty remarkable. <laughs> I asked this question honestly, and this is not to diminish. Um, obviously, you can't because she was queen for all those years. And and actually, I'd like to just get a quick opinion from Eric if we could bring him in, Sam, and then we'll move on to the other stuff. Um, but. I asked this question in my lifetime. This passing of this person is probably on the par with just one other person. And would you say that they're equal as far as the reaction around the world? Because you can't have a reaction from just England when it comes to the Queen of England. Everybody around the world feels that and is touched by it. And my question, honestly, is was the reaction to Ali equal to this? More, less, equal, would you say? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I was immediately thought about that. I went, there's only one other person who, who, who would have the same sort of worldwide reaction to their passing in my lifetime, and that was Ali. But, but I mean, Ali was recent, of course. But no, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Just the two people. Understanding and what well, you watch. But, but you, you're talking about somebody from a much longer time period, though, than Ali. And so that makes it that the fact that Ali then has a part of this conversation makes it even more amazing. Listen, she was born into what we saw or what the world saw for 70 years and plus then 96 of her life. But, you know, the way this started, she was born into it. Ali created who we know him to be, and it touched people around the world that was more amazing she would go and be the queen like it or not because she was first born of of king george so that's that is why it resonated with me that it was somewhat on the equal basis the first reaction from eric was that's a good one so in other words it wasn't a clear-cut answer with the queen and i just i just was curious of what he thought and sam i know you and i talked about this i just yeah. see I, I understand this and, and i talked to a lot of people because i know ali made such a significant impact on the world and social social impact of justice, but a lot of that happened before my time. So you know the but, story. Yeah, you saw the funeral. You yeah. saw the funeral. Okay, oh, that's yeah. all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. Think all about right. the love that came from around the world yeah. when this man when he passed. I can't think of anybody else that it happened to. But anyway, I I, I just want to bring that up. Any final thoughts you have, uh, Sam, on the Queen? No, just um, just the fact that you know we watched. Things unfold here the next uh, the next few days or the, over the next week, uh, the period of mourning and of course the state uh, ceremony or, or funeral is all being arranged. So 
Uh, we'll watch and see. I hope the is. security for that is crazy. Well, it will be. Don't worry. You you talk about the world leaders that are going to be congregated in one spot. You know, it, 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 it in the world we live in in 2022, it gives you reason to pause and say, man, y'all do your due diligence, please. Yep. Yep. And, and have that happen. And I will say on a much lighter note as we end this, and nothing like die. And I actually heard Jimmy Kimmel say this. I'm stealing this, but he says, you know, talking about the full life she did, she had, and talking about people like Betty White and her, and you can throw my father in there. There's nothing like passing when you're um, in the sweet spot of the FM dial. How about that? How about that? Yeah, pick <laughs> it up. The, yeah, the hot ninety-six. I she died on hey ninety-six rock. Yeah, he was it. in ninety-six, man, and so. Just, you know, you make it to the F, the sweet spot of the FM dial, you're living good. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. And as we look back on some things, where were you, man, 21 years ago on this day? Um, I was nodding out, and I woke up and watched the Today Show. And Matt Lauer. Yeah. Who we ain't, or we ain't mentioned yeah, that. Not a minute, have we? Um, was on and describing what was happening. And uh, that's that's – yeah, I was home looking at it, and I like I always tell everybody, the thing I remember most about that day is there were no airplanes flying over this city. Nope, no. And you, 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 there's never a time when you look uh, around this city and there's something not flying in the air, a helicopter or a private jet or, or something's always flying over this. There was nothing in the sky. And to me, that's the greatest memory that I have locally. Obviously, what you, what you saw unfolding in New York, um, you know, is something you never forget. But the idea that, here, there was nothing flying. You know, it's funny. I never thought about this until you just said that and put the two together with what you used to do. And I have a question for you. What was the conversation or how fast were you contacted to about a meeting that you had to go to 11 Live? I think you were at 11 Live then, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. About I'm, what? Because I mean, you're I, talking I, sports. Yeah. I mean, not sports. I, I, not not much, really. I mean, it, it was a, it was a, what, it was a Monday. And, mm-hmm. um, and so... That's usually the day I'm kind of was kind of out 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 of the mix and everything, so I wasn't coming in and uh, it wasn't really a, a sports item, it was a news item, if, you know. So it's nothing else to do is come in and answer phone calls, but it's nothing happening in town. That'll be the other thing if we weren't in the sports folks. If something happened big locally, you know, Snowmageddon or something, you know, we all we all banned the phones. It's not something that everybody did. You know, but for this, this was something that was happening in New York. You got people on the streets to get reaction here. Yeah, but see, I, that's that's interesting to me because it did have something to do with it. Shut down sports. All right, that event shut well, that, down. Well, well, I mean, we hadn't gotten to that yet. We, well, we, we, we're still our mouths are still hanging open, looking at what's happening. Well, okay, point so we taken. Hadn't, we didn't even thought about that yet. But I'm know? saying, <laughs> I, okay, that's what I was asking. Was there a meet, Was there a call to arms like the next day? Everybody come in here because there ain't gonna be no sports. Let's talk about what's coming up. And yes, the, the, yeah, the there, days there, there, that follow. There were meetings that about that afterwards. Everything was being canceled and and, uh, and whatnot. We got around and and, uh, and talked about that. But the first day, man, like you just you were floored at what you saw. I was I was getting ready to go do exactly that. Um, I was part of the launch of 680 The Fan. Okay. And I was there. So launched in 2000, September of 2000. And then in um, this happened the following year, September, and I was doing middays with Max Howell. And we were getting ready to go on. And then this all happened. And I can't remember if we went to network right away because there was nobody who was prepared to do this sort of thing oh no that was at our station now there are and now if this was a new station if this was you guys 
excuse me, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. There are those people in, in, in TV networks, it's usually the main anchor, who come on when a an elected official or somebody like the Queen passes, and you know you're going to be on the air straight for umpteen hours. Oh, yeah. Just doing play-by-play. There was no person like that at 680 when, they first la- when we first launched. Okay, so the program director came in, and I'll mention this straight up because Max Howell, you know, God bless him, he wasn't versed in that. I, I wasn't to come on and talk about the events, and that's the hardest thing in the world to do is to keep your um, keep speculation out of an event like this as it's happening in real time. And Mike Thompson came on, who was the program director then, and I'll tell you who else came on. And they handled it for a while. And it was John Kincaid. Okay. And it was John Kincaid who was, because John had come over from the other station, and he was kind of the star of the station then, him and, and Buck Ballou. But John came down um, to the midday shift when Mike Thompson had handled it for a minute, and then he, he and Mike Thompson had done Because I had been on radio, really, for about seven, eight years. I got back into it. Or no, actually, I had been on a sports talk um, for a while. Anyway, I wasn't the person to be on. And I knew that. And this was one of those unique situations that when it came back from network, we had to go local. And the program director stepped in and did you know, a great job of keeping things moving. And then Kincaid came and helped him. So, yeah, that was that's my memory of that, kind of well, sitting uh, it out. You know what, and, and, and we'll say this, both of you, you talk about instances and things that as we, someone else that passed away this week is Bernard Shaw. Yes, uh, on that who, same day who, who too. Was, yeah. Who was under under a bed in Baghdad where, you know, per, when the uh, uh, Iran-Iraq war started, you know, the Persian Gulf War got started. And the local, you know, regular network newscast. just a little bit. The, the, the local, you know, your national Thanks. newscast at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, whatever, was talking about something totally different. And yeah. so, you know, reflecting on him is when cable news really came of age and became the source that you went to um, maybe before your, your network news that you had seen. And also with 9-11, Fox News comes on with the crawl under the screen with those names. They kind of they kind of yeah. barred what Bloomberg mm-hmm. had been doing and brought them, and that's what really brought them to uh, to, to prominence. Uh, was during the time of, of 9-11. The unfortunate part about Bernard Shaw, he is to the Queen what Farrah Fawcett is to Michael Jackson. The, the they died on the same day, and they will get swallowed under the umbrella of that much bigger person and personality, Farrah Fawcett to Michael Jackson. That happened on the same day, and Bernard Shaw unfortunately uh, passed on the same day as the Queen. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you did that little tribute there. We move into the 7 o'clock hour, and we are going to get into some more of these scores. They had a, a, a match at the U.S. Open that you could replay today, and I think we'd both sit and watch it again. Um, but it did not turn out the way we'd all want, especially for American fans. Going to talk to Corey McCartney about these Braves and what's going on and get you set up for the matchups later on today in week one of the NFL. It's Sam and Greg, condensed version of us, here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 